This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. You're listening to The Treatment Room with Tess and Lauren, the podcast by estheticians for estheticians and those who seek to learn about their own skin from a professional's perspective. We're diving into our whys as licensed skincare therapists, sharing in our career journeys, and separating the gimmicks from the real heroes in skincare. Welcome to the treatment room. Hi guys, welcome back to the treatment room. Tess here. You're just getting me today for a solo episode. This is honestly very impromptu, but I just, I've had a lot of feels lately and I know it's a strange time in isolation, in quarantine, but it's Friday. I don't know if that means anything anymore, but I just wanted to pop on here hopefully with some words of affirmation and inspiration, I have gathered five quotes that have been getting me through lately. So I'm going to walk us through them. I just, if this helps one person get a little bit more excited, motivated about life, their to-do list, what's ahead, so be it. I just, I kind of wanted to share what's been on my mind because I don't know about you guys, but I feel like being isolated, not being able to distract ourselves with our normal day-to-day and really just being confined to our four walls and to kind of just have the time to be alone with ourselves, I know it can be just a lot for a lot of people. So I'll actually start this off with a quick little update on my life. So I've actually just done something that for me, it's a big win and I'm open about it. It's not, I don't want it to be, to have a stigma. So hopefully me talking about it kind of helps open that door. But I did something this morning that I'm really proud of. And I had my first therapy session in years. And It was something I thought about for weeks and weeks and weeks. I think, again, when this quarantine started, it just gave me that that time to really kind of focus on myself. And I know they say depression kind of starts with an obsession with self. And I don't know if I have been experiencing depressed feelings, but definitely low feelings that I know are out of the ordinary for me. I know I'm a a pretty happy person. I enjoy my life and I kind of consider happiness almost a choice and a responsibility and something I work really hard towards. I know it comes easy to some people, but it's something I really do have to to constantly work on and and for me a lot of that is a lot of that feeling of uh, like I'm being happy and and enjoying my life has to do with progress now when I say progress I don't mean necessarily moving the needle on a work project or getting a promotion or 
getting a new job or, or making more money. I'm not talking about that, but I'm just talking about small increments, setting goals and achieving them and instilling that confidence in myself each time I do something that I want to do for myself. So I had the wherewithal to kind of recognize I was feeling out of my norm and I wanted to do something about it. I thought about this for weeks. I thought about how to find a therapist, how to reach out to a doctor, how to even have that conversation with my doctor. And I I don't know why I was embarrassed. I don't know why I was ashamed to tell them, hey, I think I would benefit from talking to someone. And yeah, I think there is a big stigma around therapy and there shouldn't be. I think anyone could benefit from it if if they wanted to do it and make that step for themselves. So I think it's a great thing and, and you don't have to, but it was something I wanted to set as a goal for myself. And I realized it would benefit my overall, not only my mood, but I realized having these lows was taking away from my relationship, taking away from my career, taking away from my business and the success and happiness I want for myself, my relationship with family members, people I would just have conversations with. I realized every interaction I have is affected by my overall happiness and mood. And I think your physical health is an extension of that. It affects your skin. There's so many things that happiness can affect. Um, So I took this first step. I reached out to my doctor, told her I kind of wanted to talk to somebody and and it wasn't a big deal. She sent me a list of of people I could talk to and I kind of went through the list. It was really easy. It was just not this hard task I'd made up in my head. And when I started to look at the list, I was immediately drawn to this one person. She went to my college. She went to Chapman University. And it's kind of funny to say I felt like I got a lot of warmth from from her little profile, but I did. And reading about the things that she was about, reading about her bio, her kind of approach to holistic wellness and, and mental health and her options for coping were a lot of things that sounded good to me. Things like guided imagery, going on walks, meditation, different coping mechanisms that I thought sounded really cool. So that was one goal I set for myself this week, and it honestly feels really good to do that. And I just wanted to share that in case anyone else out there is having a hard time. And one of the things she told me was that a lot of people are going through it right now, so I don't want anyone to ever feel alone. But one of the key takeaways and the first quote I want to share today is something she told me, and that was, you are not your thoughts. And this really resonated with me. I actually shared it in a post on Instagram because I'd been feeling a lot of shame and guilt for certain things I thought about or just kind of came over me throughout the day. Um, and I feel like having those thoughts, I, I took it 
a step further and I would really overanalyze. And I know a lot of us can be like this where we're overthinking and we just let things, you know, play and play in our head and worry is like sitting in a rocking chair. You're just going back and forth. You're not, you're not getting anywhere, but you're, you're stressing yourself out. You're taking a toll on your body. So hearing that from her, that you are not your thoughts, that was really helpful for me and kind of helped to, I think, take some of my shame out of the feelings I was having, um, feelings of sadness. And I think, I think this quarantine has been hard, not only because we're alone with ourselves, but because we're not doing the, the daily things that bring us a lot of joy. I haven't been able to work one-on-one with people to, to help anyone, which I know brings me a lot of fulfillment. And it's something I think we always think, oh, it'd be great to have a, you know, a long vacation. But after a while, I think you really miss that normalcy. I think a lot of, of us are wired to kind of miss our work. And I think work does give us a lot of a lot of purpose. So that's something I've been missing. And I know it's been manifesting and kind of some feelings of frustration and sadness, but it was really helpful to, to hear from her that these thoughts I'm having don't define me. And what she said was, it's okay to kind of just observe these thoughts, let them happen, and just don't have judgment about it. Just realize that you are totally separate from these things you're thinking, and you can kind of observe them in your head as they're happening. Let them pass. Don't need to make a judgment about it. It just, it can be a a thing you recognize as outside yourself, and you can let it happen. And taking myself out of the equation just, I think, has kind of helped me to recognize when I'm having a thought that's coming on and to help me get over it. So that was the first quote, you are not your thoughts. The second quote I want to talk about is one that I saw when I was on a walk the other day. And I think a lot of people have been depending on daily walks. For me, it's something that I don't always want to do, but I'll just, you know, put on my shoes, put on my hat, put on my SPF, put on my sunnies and step out the door. I'll take a podcast. I'll take some music with me. And I like to kind of look out for the different flowers I see on my walk. Sometimes I'll post those on Instagram as well. And it feels great to get some vitamin D, get some movement. And I think walking can be really meditative. But I was on my walk and I passed by a window with a sign. And the sign said, we can do hard things. Now, I am pretty sure somebody put that that poster up during this quarantine because it's been hard on everyone. It's it's just not our norm. We're isolated. I don't think isolation is a positive thing for for many people and, you know, I think one of the things I love about being an esthetician is that physical touch and I think as humans we really depend on touch and human connection. Luckily, I've had my my boyfriend here in this time, but I really feel for the people who are alone. I'm sure they're feeling the weight of this. And, you know, we all have a lot more on our plate. We have a lot of a lot of worry and just a lot going on. But I think it's important. And I think this next point is a little bit controversial. But not only can we handle the quarantine, I think we can still 
hold ourselves to high standards. We can still certainly have goals and start working on them. We can have our low days and we can also rise above that. And we can also continue to to push ourselves during this time. It all comes down to willpower, I think. And willpower is, it's like a muscle. The more you train it, the stronger it gets. So the more you practice doing hard things, I think the better we get we get at them. And you can apply this to so many sectors of your life. I will apply this to training. Just when a, for example, a plank or a push-up starts to get really hard, I'll tell myself I can do hard things. I will push past that that physical exertion and that feeling of exhaustion. And that's okay. It's okay to push yourself. I think a lot of times we, we like to stay comfortable and, and I, I feel that's a big kind of social notion that, that goes around that it's okay to be comfortable. It's okay, you know, to, to have a lot of comfortable days. And I think that's totally fine, but I think we should also be okay with pushing ourselves. I think we don't know our own strengths until we push past those self-imposed barriers. And, you know, that's when things like muscles really, really do form. It's when you push past that point and you start to see the change. And over time, it gets easier and easier. You can do more repetitions. And then looking back on it, something like 15 repetitions seems like nothing when at one point in time, it seemed impossible, but now you're doing 20, 25 repetitions and you never thought you'd get there until you tried and you pushed past that pain. So we can do hard things. I know you guys can do it. I know it's a trying time for, for those in school, doing online school, but you can handle this. I know you guys can. The third quote I want to mention is that it's far easier to get ahead than to fall behind. I think the key here really is momentum. So a strategy I use for productivity, and we talked about all of our productivity hacks in a previous episode, but one strategy I use for this is time batching. And an example of this would be lately, I'm really trying to focus on my content and I realize that momentum is really important. So I will time batch and I will take an afternoon where I have time to work on YouTube and I'll try to film two videos instead of one. That way I have a whole week's worth of of content ready to go. I don't know about you guys, but I feel really creatively suppressed when I have a tight deadline. I get panicky, I get anxious. And I always feel like I just never end up liking the outcome as much as I would if I'm on a time crunch. So I really enjoy having a good window of time. That way I can kind of creatively outline what I want to do. I have the time to redo it if I'm not happy with it. I have the time to just take a look at certain things and think, what could I do better? What could I change up? I have more time to edit it. I can edit it when I have downtime and kind of multitask and maybe fold some laundry while I'm re-watching a video and kind of analyzing what I could change. So 
this quote, it's it's far easier to get ahead than than behind. It's all about building that momentum when you have the time for it. And I think it's all about that consistency and being able to stay in a task uninterrupted when you can stay in a task and not have to switch gears to something else, go from YouTube to paying my bills, to trying to podcast, to think of a post for Instagram. If I'm, if I'm jumping around doing a lot of things, it takes probably about 30 minutes in between tasks to mentally adjust, to get myself in, in the headspace I want to be in to produce something I'm really proud of. So I I would rather take an afternoon and stay in that headspace when I have the momentum and get, get two videos done instead of one. That way I have a whole week's worth of content ready to go. I can take my time with the thumbnail, the editing, the title. I just, I have the leisure. So I'm all about getting things done when you can. And I'm talking to you procrastinators right now. Honestly, I've never been somebody who procrastinates because, and this is not a humble brag, but it's because I'm so anxiety prone. The second I get a task, my my mind is thinking about how I'm going to complete it and check it off my list. So I'm somebody who really feels better when I do things right away. I know some people are a lot more relaxed and they can kind of sit on things and push it off. I'm not one of those people, but I want to kind of give you my advice on doing things when you have the time. My dad is somebody who, first of all, he's one of the most organized, punctual people you will ever meet, meet to the point where it's, it's, it's a little bit obsessive, but it served him well for, he's, he's successful. And I think a, a big part of it is due to his promptness, his organization, and what he's always told me, which is that when you have the time for something, do it right then because it's so easy for it to slip your mind, for it to get pushed off. And then you've created more stress for yourself. So I think just get it done when you've got it in front of you. If, if this applies to homework, if this applies to chores, if this applies to applying for jobs, paying your bills, just do the task when you can get, get it over with, because you never know, you may not have the time you thought you did later on. So easier to get ahead than behind. The fourth quote I have for you guys is something that's really close to heart. And this is something that um, has kind of come into play on my on my lower days, on days I'm feeling pretty down and, and don't want to get out of bed. Um, and that is you don't have to do anything, but... You can if and when you want to. So I actually heard this quote from a very dear friend who lost a loved one. She actually lost the love of her life. It was probably the single most important relationship she had in her life, aside from um, her family members. And she was forever changed after this event. And it was something that that really changed her. She's a very proactive person, a very happy person. But I know she had a really hard time with getting back to normal life. And when you are down and feeling low, 
even the most simple tasks like brushing your teeth or loading a dishwasher, washing your face, just literally getting out of bed, let alone going to work, working out, those those bigger things, they just can can seem almost impossible. And I've certainly had days in quarantine where I'm not excited about anything. I don't I don't look forward to to getting up. Um so this quote has really come into play because I've I've reminded myself um, that I don't have to do any of the, of these things, but they're choices I can make for myself. And my friend actually had this little quote written out on a, a post-it on her wall, and it was it was right by her her bedside table. And I know it's something that she looked at every night and every morning when she knew she had a big day ahead of her. Or she was going to bed and, and wasn't looking forward to, to tomorrow. So just remind yourself, you, you don't have to do anything in life. You really, you physically, physically could not. You could, you could let it go. You could push it off. You don't, unless you have somebody physically, um, <laughs> legally holding you to it, you probably don't have to um, go to school. You don't have to do your chores. You can let your your bed be unmade. You don't have to brush your teeth, but kind of giving yourself that power and realizing there are all things that will benefit you and you can do them when you're ready. I think just reminding myself it's my choice. It's not a life pressure that you know, some outside force is holding me to. No, it's it's for the betterment of my life and it's up to me. So I'm not saying it's, I remind myself of that so that I can do it way later down the line, but I think it's all about kind of giving yourself back that power and that freedom and realizing you have the control. It's your life. You can choose to wake up and open the blinds and drink some water, go on a walk, work out, do your facial routine, drive to work, play your favorite songs, smile when you talk to people, enjoy those conversations, have a great day, come home, make yourself a great dinner and enjoy it. It's all up to you. And it's really a matter of your mindset. And I know sometimes it's hard. It's really hard to to get in a positive frame of mind, but it's it's your choice. It's It's up to you. These things that seem daunting. If you can remind yourself they're all in your control, maybe that might help you kind of see them as more positive, exciting things. And I think it's all these little things that that make up our day. So I think if you can try to enjoy the little things, it definitely builds that confidence and gets you geared up for the bigger things like a day at work. So I hope that helps. If if you're having anxiety about going back to work and normal life and you know being in close quarters with people, maybe remind yourself that it's all in your control. And when and if you want to do it, you can. The fifth and final quote I want to read is from Brene Brown. And I know everyone talks about Brene Brown, but I've been listening to her audiobook when I go to sleep. And it's been a nice thing to kind of close out the day. And while I'm listening, I'll kind of replay situations from the week or from my day. And it's been really helpful. So if you're not familiar with Brene Brown, she's all about 
vulnerability. That's a big thing she talks about. And the quote is, courage starts with showing up and letting ourselves be seen. So I think this has a lot to do with especially young people, young estheticians, people entering a field who who may not have that confidence yet that comes with years of, of experience. And you don't have to be great to be successful. You don't have to be great in the beginning. You just you just literally have to show up. You have to try. It's that it's that repetition. It's that vulnerable state of putting yourself out there and making a promise to yourself to work on things and take the steps to to get to where you want to go. But just know you don't have to be perfect off the bat at all. And that's one of the the best things I've realized in interviewing experts for this podcast. Donna Omari, for example, Noise Skincare on Instagram. You look at her, you look at her page, you think, this person is actually perfect. She she looks like she's actually dancing in the treatment room. She's so effortless. She's so talented. She's having so much fun. Just looks like she's never had to struggle a day in her life. But but talking to her, having a conversation with her, she told me how horrible, not horrible, but she told me she was she was bad. She wasn't good when she first started out as an esthetician. None of us really are because it takes that repetition. It takes that struggle. It takes honestly a lot of a lot of bad days. And unfortunately, you have to get that that practice before you can get better. And it was really eye-opening to talk to her and hear about her. Again, you guys can go back to, and listen to that episode if you want to, but she talks about how she didn't really have anyone to, to show her the way. She didn't know how to do a cleanse, a simple cleanse. Nobody had shown her how to do a cleanse and she struggled for years. She, she wasn't naturally gifted at massage. She had to seek somebody out and watch their technique and and try and struggle and fail. So just know even things that seem so polished and perfect, it's it's probably taken behind that perfection is years and years of of struggle and failure. So just know that. But it's really it comes down to vulnerability. Saying vulnerable is a risk we have to take if if we want to experience connection, if we want to experience success. And that's, that comes from Brene Brown's philosophy. We have to experience discomfort and putting ourselves out there. We have to experience that first day of esthetician school when we don't know anybody and you feel insecure. You're wondering, how is this education going to play out for my career? Am I going to be good at it? Am I going to like it? Am I going to be horrible? Is this for me? Can I understand what the teacher's talking about? Can I remember that? What if somebody asked me this question? And just know it's okay. You 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 already took the first step by by walking into that classroom by allowing yourself to be vulnerable. You take risks, you take chances, and that's it's a life's work. It's it's a series of being uncomfortable and being vulnerable and just working to get to the other side. And, and there's never a time in life where, where you're, you're coasting and you stop learning. So just remember that even if, even if you're new and you wonder, 
if you're ever going to get to a certain place, just know that you will, but it's not going to come immediately. And it just starts with having the courage to walk in the door, to open your notebook, to listen to what your teacher is saying, to put your hands on somebody's face and feel their skin. It's a strange sensation and you're vulnerable. They're vulnerable and that's okay. That's the beauty of it. That's where the human connection is. And that's why we do what we do. Okay, guys, that is my little Friday spiel. (laughs) Those are all my quotes for today. This was honestly so impromptu and it felt really good to talk to you guys and, and just share ups and downs of quarantine, what I've been going through. And hopefully in sharing this, it, it helped you. And really, I just want you to know you're not alone if you're listening to this and we can do hard things. We just have to be a little bit vulnerable. So I hope I hope these quotes applied. Let me know what you thought in the review section on iTunes if you're listening. And don't worry, we have a lot of amazing guests and episodes planned out. This was totally just wanting to share, get things off my chest, connect to you guys, and check in, and maybe just offer a little bit of motivation. So if you're listening, do not give up. You can do it. You got this. And I love you guys so much. I will talk to you soon in a future episode. Be well. Love you so much. And thank you for listening.